is he growing on us in a good way or in like a malignant tune? No, tune. <laughs> <laughs> we are we both had our moment. You're listening to a hockey podcast and we talk about ice hockey and stuff. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of this Hockey Pod. We are very excited to be back at it, giving you the latest news of the NHL. My name is Chanel, and with me I have... Molly. (laughs) Hiya! (laughs) There she is! How are you doing, Molly? (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing great. I don't know why I'm so quiet. I'm just like, hello, it's Molly here. I'm fine. You're fine. How are you, my dear? How are you? Absolutely great. My house is clean, so my brain is clean. (laughs) I love that for you. I'm still a mess. (laughs) Oh, well, this podcast would not be, you know, our podcast without one crazy. Uh, Yeah. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) I nominate as tribute. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so uh in this pot in this podcast episode we will be catching up with a few teams um like the flyers the oilers and the hab we will also be discussing the very serious question is brad marchand still a rat so <laughs> grab a snacky snack and sip your coffee tea smoothie beer or wine whatever and enjoy the episode Flyers? How about them flyers? Are they actually flying though? Mm. They're soaring, flying out of the arena. They're terrible. Sorry, but what? They're on a eleven losing <laughs> streak at eleven. Yeah, eleven game losing streak, and Ooh. they managed to beat their own record this season. They already went through a ten game losing streak uh, in mid-november so (laughs) congratulations also uh buffalo beat them so um nothing is going well we'll say that oof is what i'm gonna say to that come on the sabers proud they actually won a game for once but sorry sabers it was to you our little baby sabers we're gonna coddle them because no one loves them i mean (laughs) i do secretly secret saber fan and and mike yo himself he might be in trouble because i don't know if you guys know this i mean i'm sure you do because what are you doing listening to this podcast if you don't know but coach mike yo was the coach for the st louis blues right when they sucked by the way then the new coach stepped in and bam they win the cup so honestly his streak is looking like a like a major L. <laughs> I don't think he's a good coach. Or Maybe you know. this is the strategy, though, where they thought, well, we're not going to make it to the playoffs this season, so why don't we bag ourselves a damn bad coach, <laughs> plummet oh to the bottom, get first-round pick, boing, new coach, cup. I was just going to say that. What if this was planned? They're like, you know... His stats every time he leases, leaves, leases, every time he leaves, the team gets the Stanley Cup. So they have to keep him for this year. Yeah. It's not a bad team. It's a terrible team. 
<laughs> well, that's another thing we have to take into consideration. Was Mike just unlucky? Oh. Will he get another chance after this? Or will no one give him another chance? I'm not sure. It depends how desperate is the team. Well, aren't they saying about is your rose going to be traded? People keep being well, like, oh, Avalanche are looking. Like, are they? We'll see. Uh, I know that there are a lot of UFAs at the end of this season. So let's just say this. If the Flyers move any pieces before the deadline, that just means they're giving up, right? It's done. We are accepting our loss. If they keep any of them, I'm just going to assume that they think they can still move forward with this team or they're not willing to give up certain players. Yeah. But who would they... <laughs> oh, God. There's there's not much going on with that team at the moment. I, I hate to say it. I'm sorry. No. I've just been like looking at their roster being like, there's not really eh. much moving, is there? No, and I Carter Hart, we had a big... I was big. Yeah. Yeah, we had this big, like... Uh, what's the word? Uh, hope. Hope. We had this mm-hmm. hope for Carter Hart. We really did. We really, really did. He has improved, though, since last season. It's his defense this season in particular that's not helping him out. Yeah. Last season, he was a... Oof, that, was, that was another conversation. I have bad news for Flyers fans. The streak is dead. The playoff streak is dead. There has been a pattern for years and years and years where one year they're on and one year they're off. One year they're playing in the playoffs, the next year they aren't. Last year they weren't in the playoffs. So what would the pattern say for this year? They should be making the playoffs. I think it's coming to an end, guys. <laughs> I think they've hit... Unless something weird happens. They've, they've hit a cliff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're sliding to rock bottom. They're sli- they can't even fly to the bottom. Yeah. Someone clipped their wings. They've been shot down. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I mean, what else can we say about the Flyers, right? Right now, we do not know what moves they're planning on making. Are they planning on sticking it out? Or are they planning on making moves? We'll have to wait and see. I don't remember when the, trend- the trade deadline is. I feel like it's in March. I don't know. Or I could be totally wrong. It's like April. It's uh, Monday, March the 21st. Oh, so I was right. Yeah, Good. you were right. I know hockey, apparently. Someone tweeted that at me. They're like, wow, you know hockey? I'm impressed. <laughs> I know, right? I can't believe <laughs> it. I'm doing? <laughs> me? No hockey? Stop it. No. Stop. What is hockey? What is a puck? I don't know. Why are you asking me? Why would I know anything? I'm a woman. (laughs) We do have a pretty (laughs) controversial topic to talk about. Are you excited for this one, Molly? Riveted on the edge of my seat, darling. Brad Marchand. Is he a rat? With layers? Is he a rat with layers? (laughs) He's got layers. This rat? is just a beautiful rat. I'm going to say this right here and right now, <laughs> that I like him right now. I'm, I like him a lot right now. This might okay. be a controversial opinion um, of mine, but you know P.K. Subban, right? Yeah, yeah. Nice guy, right? Off the ice. <gasps> okay. On the ice. Bit of a 
shithead. A bitch. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Brad Marchand. Sorry. On the ice. Mm. Bit of a shithead. Off yeah, the ice. Charismatic. Likeable. Beautiful. Ratatouille. Did he just claim <laughs> my shriveled ratty heart? I think Is he, he one of these rat boys is. who lives in the walls looking for cheese? It's really not what you expect, you know? We're, he's having a good week in the public eye. Yeah. Like, and this week alone. That's right. the thing. All off the ice. This week alone, he has stolen a fan's phone and left a cute message. Love it. He got Love injured that. and miraculously returned because I'm not letting my team down. Wow. Hot. <laughs> He called out a bunch of rude Oilers fans for throwing their jerseys on ice, and I agree with him. Don't do that shit. It looks stupid. Yeah, and also you lose your jersey. Dickhead. Yes! And I'm not sure if a lot of people know about this particular story, but I wanted to give you guys a little bit of what's going on in the news with Brad right now. Um, But basically, (laughs) a 19-year-old fan of Brad's was uh, subjected to racial slurs. This was a, a while ago. This was, well, not that long ago, but in 2019. And, and this amazing, incredible young man decided to take this as an invitation to create an anti-racism campaign called the, uh, the Red Tape Movement. Now we're flashing forward. Marchand's friend told him about this kid and how he would love a jersey from him because it's his favorite hockey player. So he sent one. And on it, he had his signature along with a personal message, and that message was written in the Mi'kmaq, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, but uh, the the, the Mi'kmaq language. Can you believe that? How sweet, I almost screamed. I was like, how he took the time to write in his language a message, and basically it was good job with the red tape movement. He was proud of him. My goodness, what is this feeling so sudden and new? I love it. I Marchand? love it. Marchand. Marchand. Oh, what are we going to do? I don't know. <laughs> Leafs fans? to hate. Exactly. <sighs> and you know, Leafs fans will not budge on like, no, Habs, I don't care about respect. I don't care about Boston respect. They can't help but give him a compliment right now. All over Twitter, they're like, oh, no. Oh no, I like this guy. <laughs> He's funny on Twitter. That's the stupid thing as well. I don't understand. Oh He's a professional troll. And it's funny, he bugs people. Sometimes it's a miss, because I will say sometimes he, he wusses out and deletes. But I have a feeling he writes it and deletes it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's yeah. a little shit. And I kind of enjoy it. As long as he's not offending anyone. Yeah. I will say I wasn't impressed with his uh, Russian comment that one time, but I'm not sure if he knew that's like, I think he was saying that he wouldn't say that and it was not what, how it was taken, but you know, he apologized and uh, hopefully that's starting to be a better person. Oh God. Oh, I, I think he saw the media after his first comment and said, wait, people are enjoying my niceness. Let's keep it up. And, you know, maybe he's kind of getting a thrill off of this. And he's like, 
wow, is this what it means to be a good person? <laughs> is this what it means? <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, for years, I have heard that Brad Marchand is, has always been, well, not always, I think he was a little shit in high school too, but apparently he's really good off the ice. He donates low-key, by the way, without people knowing much about it. He doesn't shove it in people's faces. He likes mm. to donate. He's really nice with his fans. It's just he's a piece of poop on the ice. That's it. And he's a, he's good at it, though. He's He scores he's a lot, too. He's good at being a piece of shit on the ice. <laughs> wow. He's, I feel sick he's now. He's a twist villain, isn't he? He's like a villain who's realized that he's a, actually a good guy. Is um, he Loki? <gasps> I mean, I haven't seen Loki and Marchand in the same room. Oh my god. <laughs> and he's a trickster. He disguised himself <laughs> as a freaking hockey player, didn't he? <laughs> oh my goodness. I actually love that. <laughs> Okay, well, that was fun. It was a really fun topic to talk about. You let us know in the comment section, actually. Uh, what are your feelings on Brad Marchand? Is it wrong that we like him? Or do you have to admit, ah, oh, man, he's growing on us. Let us know. Holy mackinac. <laughs> I'm actually crying. This podcast episode is killing me. Should we move on to our next topic? Yeah. Trouble down in oil town. Uh, okay, this is going to be another fun topic, honestly. Oh, we already talked about the Oilers, but we have no choice but to talk to them about them. Sorry, again. We've got to talk to them. <laughs> we need slope. to talk to them. We need a one-on-one, Molly. We need to tell them personally. Like, something's wrong. Are you guys okay? Blink twice. <laughs> 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 so you, next thing you know, you know, uh, Drysidle's uh, burner accounts in our comment section, like, <laughs> blink, blink. Um, the Oilers. Okay, the Oilers <laughs> finally oh win God. a game. How long <laughs> and did it take? Seven games. Seven game losing streak <sighs> for them to finally snap out of it. And I watched it. It it was not easy. Like, it was a struggle. They won without going into overtime, but Barely. You know? But barely. But barely. Like, just just making it. I think it was four minutes on the clock when they finally got the, the game-winning goal. And it was Dreisaitl. Um, yeah. Good for him. And McDavid alone was pointless for four games. That's unheard of. And he finally collected some points against the Flames this Saturday. Is he just uh, taking a break? Uh, he's probably, he, unlike, unlike Brad, he's taken a massive L in the public eye. (laughs) (laughs) A massive, a colossal, giant. Connor McWho? Connor McDead Connor McDead to me. (laughs) Connor McDead to me. Yeah, no, honestly, I'm starting to like... He's kind of giving me the ick. There's too many things that strike me out. For, the first thing that ever happened that made me go, I don't know if I like this guy, was just looking at his terrible house that we talked about last week. <laughs> oh, God, his house. He gave me massive ick. I don't know. It's, um, Ew. It, it looks like I imagine his, his, uh, his brain looks like, you know, just hollow and... <laughs> 
the comic <laughs> and, David and list. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he is. Like, if he was a spice, he would be flour. Yeah. And you know what, Molly? It is what it is. <laughs> it, it is, is what, what it is. is. Oh, man. I actually do need to make a public apology to all our oh. listeners. Um, so, uh, in previous podcasts, I have referred to the uh, captain of the Edmonton Oil- Oilers, uh, not as McDavid, but as uh, McDaddy, and I need to retract that and make a formal apology. And I hope you all can forgive me for such a rash and unprecedented statement. And moving forward, um, he is, as I said, McDead to me. Thank you. Wow, that was like the best apology I've ever heard. Thank you. I'm crying. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I got two oh my god! Here. Oh my god! Yeah. You heard it here. Well, first. Yeah. all right. No, I, we. I accept your apology if that means anything. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm going to continue to McDrag him through the mud for his muck decisions. Stop. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. We all needed to hear that. Um, And moving forward, we should all keep our favorites under a microscope because you never know what kind of personality they have. He might be a rat. He might have no layers. No layers. Or they might not be a rat after all, and you're wrong to begin with. Yeah. (laughs) They could have just been a very small dog. (laughs) Um, Besides McDonald's, Mick dead to us. Um, what about one pissy figure? <laughs> um, Drysidle's interview with um, oh goodness, Drysidle. It was embarrassing. Uh, who was it? Who gave him the interview? G- Jim Matheson, I believe. Yeah, yeah. That was a mess. When I saw that, I screamed it was so funny to me it's hilarious and i actually i think a controversial opinion on this now you've lost six in a row twice did you think your team was past that of not getting into these long losing streaks sure yeah um lots of reasons for why the owners are playing the way they are in terms of winning and losing what do you think's the number one reason for the losses now is there is there one thing that you in your own mind you're saying we got to get better at that yeah we we have to get better at everything would you like to expand on that no you can do that you know everything why are you so pissy leon Hmm? why are you so pissy i'm not i'm just answering you yeah you are whenever i ask you a question i gave you an answer not very good one okay I have one more for you. Leon, you show your frustration on the ice last game against Ottawa. Is that a good thing when you show it so the other team knows you're frustrated? Yeah, it's a great thing, for sure. Yeah, so I think it's a little bit of a controversial opinion that I have here about the Drysidle-Matheson incident. I think that Matheson was completely unprofessional. Uh, he didn't have to react that way. I'm not even sure if his goal was just to get a rise out of him because he wasn't getting an answer or if he legitimately uh, it was that reactionary. You know, I'm not sure. Yeah. Reactive? 
is what I meant to say. Um, and dry saddle, dry saddle on the other side, on the other end. Excuse me. Um, I don't, I don't know. I think that so many hockey players are boring the shit out of me. Okay, like they're so boring. I get it. They have to answer a buttload of questions. Most of them are the same. A lot of them are boring questions. A lot of them are questions that don't need to be asked that are kind of borderline rude. I get that. Yeah. They're doing their job. You need to be doing yours. You're making millions. And this is part of it. I'm 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 in the middle. I'm in the middle. I think Drysidle could have been a little bit more I think he was a little pissy, in my opinion. But he was pissy because he was pissy, because he just lost a game. You get it? <laughs> yeah. It's difficult. Like, you can't... He, they've been on, like, a losing streak. Like, yeah. Uh, he's... Of course, he's got, like, most points in the league at the moment. So... Mm-hmm. And it's not it's their first mostly, streak. It must be so frustrating for him, because... <laughs> He knows he's a good player. He knows he's got good players on his team. It's just that they're not good as a team. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd be pissy. Especially if I had an off yeah. day. Catch me on an off day and, yeah, she's, she's pissy. So Exactly. And also the reporter should have known better because he's been covering the Oilers. Uh, covering? Covering the <laughs> Oilers since, what, the 70s? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, a long time. So if you know someone's not having a good day don't make a drama out of it i know he got what he wanted he definitely got clicks right he got clicks he got clicks out of that so i'm i'm not on his side don't don't think that i am i'm just saying i wish hockey players in general would give more uh, more answers that were either honest or at least some give us some personality like you're making millions yeah. Do you know what? Be Brendan Perlini. <laughs> He's just happy to be there, guys. His speech was inspirational. I was like, "All right, McDavid, get out. Perlini, you're in." Get out, me. Yeah. Perlini, man. I don't understand. Man. Has McDavid said anything that hasn't been uh, a shade of butter? Just a bit boring. I mean, I love butter, but you know what I mean. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah no okay? uh nothing mm-hmm. inspirational he just honestly i've seen him uh i've watched a lot of oilers games and he yells at his team on and i get it he's frustrated he's the captain he's gonna want to yell at his team right uh to get them motivated but i think it was more less of a motivational tactic and more of a frustration tactic which for me personally shit like that doesn't work on me no Tough love doesn't work on me. And just because you're you're a team full of men doesn't mean that tough love works on all men. Like, it's not the way it's going to work. Yeah. I mean, you know, you might just make them pissy. You just might make them pissy, guys. Make them pissy. Pissy pants. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, is it not? Does it not give you, not the exact same vibes, but similar vibes to the um, bunch of jerk movement? (laughs) (laughs) Bunch of jerks. Oh Bunch of pissy pants. <laughs> it does. It does give me that. <laughs> I want t-shirts. We'll add it to a list of uh, potential t-shirts. Yep. Cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that's the issue with the Oilers. And I did want to add that this is 
their first their first losing streak. They had two wins before this losing streak, and then before that, another six losses in a row. So they're having an awful season, and it's surprising given their their beginning. They they were off yeah. to a really good start, and now it's like, all right, there's a lot of teams that are struggling right now. Molly, it's January. It's exactly January. We said, said that. It's January. It's a it's the curse of January. I hate being born this month. Damn you, January. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> All right. My team's Let's, on a win uh, streak. Everyone else is on a lose streak. Oh my god. Well, the Leafs finally won. Yeah. I mean, I say finally, but the everyone was mad at the Leafs, but why? <laughs> We we lost like two games. Oh my god! I don't cry. And we lost a couple in overtime. It's just the way we played. I do get why people are upset, but um, I think we can get out of it. No, no biggie. Yeah. No biggie. You guys are doing great. You guys are doing fine. Yeah, yeah. But you know who's I not doing belief. fine? Oh, um, <laughs> Montre- Mon- Montreal. Who is there a team there? <laughs> Honestly, are they the new Sabres? I'm not sure. Oh, are they moment the of silence? Sabres? Yeah, they are. Okay, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> we are our <laughs> silence. So, what's happening in uh, Habstown? What's happening? Yeah. Uh, what's happening? Um, Kent Hughes is a new GM. Which you know oh. we talked about this before. Yeah. We, we did know he was a top contender. Hughes was a hockey player uh, and a hockey player agent who has represented some top players like Chris Letang and Patrice Bergeron. Um, having yep. an, an agent for a GM is not a, at all far-fetched. I don't think it's a bad idea at all. In fact, I think it gives him kind of a unique perspective. And it definitely elevates his resume because he's not a stranger to money and deals. Right? So yeah. he probably already has connections with other managers, and I'm sure he has built a good rapport with each and every one of them. Uh, I'm interested to see how he will mold the Habs. <laughs> but with that being said, he, he has a long road ahead of him. <laughs> yeah. A well, long, he, he's long. Canadian, isn't he, as well? Yeah, he's from Montreal. Oh, so he's, he's not he's like bilingual. a stranger. No, and, and he's bilingual. He's more English. Well, he's he's fine then. He's gonna do. He'll do fine. He's gonna do pretty good. I think he's doing fine so far. He he does he did look a little uh, nervous the first couple of press conferences, but I think he held his own. Yeah, I think he's gonna have a very interesting perspective. He's he's in the hockey network, yeah. like you said. He's mm-hmm. managed players, so top players. He knows what they're thinking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he's not starting off too well because Jake Allen is now injured. Yeah. Whoops. You know, whoopsies. You know, this guy is going to be missing eight weeks, eight freaking weeks. So from the bottom, the only way is up. That's it. You know what? That's a good thing that you just you just said that because (laughs) Primo. Okay, actually, this is great. I do want your opinion on this. So, oh, Primo was now thrown into the fire as the goalie, right? Uh, Wait. We have to give him props. I mean, you would know. He literally stopped 43 out of 46 damn shots against the Avs and 
Kyle lost. Like, he deserved that win. <laughs> I was actually surprised watching the highlights. I was like, wow. Okay. Wow. That's Good job. Wow. It's not his like, fault the Habs lost. No, it's it's not. I really don't appreciate it when everyone, if, <laughs> if they lose a game, everyone's like, oh, it's the goalie's fault. I'm like, Ugh. then who the who are the other, you know, shitheads on the ice? <laughs> Come on. Well, you need your goalie to get wins for you once in a while. Yeah, and they do <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> once in a hot minute. And you're a terrible okay. team. Like, yeah. beginning of this season, everyone was like, oh, Frank... Frankie's awful. He's an awful goalie for the Avs. And now he's still got like shutouts and he's doing great. And everyone's like, oh, he's our favorite. I'm like, go check oh. yourself, mate. Ooh, I am no stranger to that. <laughs> yeah. The thing about goalies is they have to get warmed up. Like they do. Mm-hmm. You know, we have Mrazek as our backup, but people tend to forget that Mrazek is not a backup. He is a starter and he has started for the Carolina Hurricanes for a couple of years and made the playoffs and went further in the playoffs than ever had. Yeah. So don't brush him off yet. He just got unlucky with an injury and now Campbell's a star, so they don't want to put him in often. And what has that resulted in? Campbell's amazing. Oh. Uh, exactly. And he's kind of having, he's a little bit off his game because he's being overworked. Put the other starter in. Give him a chance. Balance it out. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not rocket science. Nope. Um, <sighs> I don't know. We can't even talk about the halves for too long. Now we're just going no. on about the abs and the Leafs. <laughs> oh, and now now we're talking about goalies again. Ugh. Oh God, the goalie goals at it again. Ugh. Oh, Ugh. that's something I needed to mention. Um, mm. that filthy Wilds abs game. On Monday. Oh. Was it Monday? I can't remember what day it was. Every Everything just blurs into one. <laughs> Greenway's hit on Kemper. Oh! And what? I missed that. Hardly anything's been done about it. Like, he just knocked him out. Knocked him flat out on the ice for no reason. Kem- there was no puck in play. Kemper didn't cut return back to the ice. He didn't. Oh, shoot. He didn't. Okay, yes, and I then there that. was a delayed penalty. I don't know. You send someone into concussion like protocol and that's fine. Again, player safety is a fucking joke. You know what? It kind of reminds me of uh, Saturday. I'm going to say Saturday because we don't know when the podcast is coming out. Technically, yesterday. But Saturday, (laughs) when the Leafs played, uh, the Islanders, one of the Islanders slipped and fell and skidded across and knocked out Mrazic and the yeah. the net. And it's not his fault. Like we were, I'm not mad at the player, either it's Mrazic, right? But yeah. the issue was Mrazic was on the floor for a long time. The net was completely off. And the refs were like, not whistling. They didn't whistle until like way later. And we're like, okay, that was way too long. You guys are re- getting ridiculous, guys. Guys, 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 guys. Yeah. I can't even talk. I'm angry. Freaking refs. They will call out the stupidest shit, like, straight away. But then when something actually happens, which could be dangerous, dangerous. or is definitely a violation of gameplay, they're just like, hmm, let me just check my roll book. Hmm. Like, 
It's because they're trying to balance the scales because they're constantly trying to catch up to their previous mistakes. Oh shit, maybe this one should have been called. So then in the other case, if this team does this, we'll we'll we'll, we'll cancel it out and it'll be then. No, that's not how it works. Not how it works. Oh my god, and I have to tell you something about I have to tell you something about Molly, you're gonna laugh. My god, tell me. Tell me everything. (laughs) Chara, right? Fans hate Chara. Chara is one of those guys that were like, please retire. You're such a dick. (laughs) Uh, And everyone knows that he clearly like uses his popularity and his age to kind of get away with things on the ice. Like, I couldn't even believe it. This guy, uh, I forget what he did. Like, he did something egregious to to Michael Bunting. And Bunting was like, what the hell? Like, no refs whistling or anything. Then when the whistle went off, you know what, what he did? Chara literally skated right up to the ref, put his hand around his waist, started chatting and laughing with him, skating him off. Oh, come on. Come you... on. Did he just do the male equivalent of a hair flick? Yes! He's like, I got a sign stick for you in the back. <laughs> like, if you just let me off this one, I'll slip you like a few hundred there, yes, you know? Yes, yes. It's you know? so bad. Like, I'm tired of people treating him like he's 80s, only 40 something, man. That's still young. Leave him mm. like, that alone. Wait, how old is he? Like, 44. I want to say. Let's see. Chara. You're right. He's 44. Oh my God. No way. Are you serious? I literally he's 44. Yes. Uh, okay. See, I'm good. Oh my god. But, yeah. He's tall. My goodness. He's massive. How tall he was. Which is why he needs to stop picking on younger. Like Michael Bunting. Come on. He needs to be stopped. <laughs> he needs sign to be... our petition below. <laughs> I sign sign the petition to get Mitch Marner to so- slam him in fourth. <laughs> Oh the God, tiniest please. boy on ice. <laughs> I would love to see that. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, oh, we killed her. <laughs> she's fine. She's back. She's back. She's back. Willie O'Ree. Woo. The number has finally been retired. <clears throat> yeah, we, we did touch a bit about this on another podcast as well um but it was originally they didn't celebrate his name without an audience during COVID-19 you know I'm glad they made that decision obviously um but it was already like not too late but way late you know I'm glad he's finally getting his recognition that he deserves now he has always been an incredible presence in the hockey community and his contributions stretch far and wide he has worked hard to get the message of diversity and inclusivity. But as we're going to discuss right now, the message is still not being heard. This comes, what, a couple weeks after the HDA has been announced, trying to, you know, diversify hockey and racism within the NHL, you know? So keep this in mind. And then... We have in, well, lower leagues, we'll say, because we talk about all hockey here, don't we? Mm-hmm. It's the ECHL, is that correct? Yep. East Coast right. League? That's right. So I don't know if you guys have seen, if you are on Twitter, see what uh, PK Subban tweeted about, because, you know, we love Subban off the ice, remember? We love him off the ice. 
So he posted a very interesting video, by the way. And the comments are so varied in this, saying like, oh, I don't see it as racist. People can do that kind of thing. Like, no, you cannot make racist actions or comments while in sports or not in sports. Just full stop. Just stop it. Don't do it. Oh, I'm so angry about it. I can't speak properly. <laughs> I understand. Even PK, I mean, PK would already be mad no matter who it was, but it was his brother. Yes. It was his brother, the, the one that was uh, getting Targeted. all that shit for. Editor Molly here again. Uh, my microphone died in this part of recording, so it didn't record as I wanted it to. But long story short, we're basically saying how well PK Subban has handled the issue by making it aware to everyone and saying his opinion on the matter and saying that it is not a mistake. And we wholeheartedly agree that obviously it's not a mistake and people just need to do better. The NHL did come out with a statement several hours before our recording and honestly, it's the most hypocritical thing I think we've ever seen. Incidents of racism, whether they occur in hockey or anywhere else, are abhorrent. The NHL will continue to make its resources available to the hockey ecosystem to educate and inform with the goal of making the game welcoming and safe for all players and fans. This is the same company who refuses to let their players wear their jerseys for their Hockey Diversity Alliance. You said what I was thinking. So how are you trying to... How are you trying to nurture this ecosystem when you're literally the ones who are putting barriers up for it? You said you said what I was going to say. It's just so hypocritical. You can't put out statements like this and then do nothing or start something and not see it through. You know, oh, we're going to start. The, we're we're going to accept the uh, the the creation of the HGA, um, but we're not going to support you any further than that. I think we've done our due diligence. Yeah. There's some amazing comments, by the way, on this thread, if uh, you want to have a look um, with things. Someone saying, that's enough activism for today, guys. Oh, my God. I know. I've read some. Why does this keep happening? Okay. The punishments are negligible. There are too many racists rallying behind the offender. People demand serious topics be taken out of the conversation of hockey, like you just said with that comment alone. And not enough discussion is happening around in these clubs, around in these clubs, are, are happening in these clubs, period. You get, ta- you get comments like this on everyone's posts. Like, is it so crazy to not want racism in a sport or anywhere? Like, is it crazy? Are we insane thinking this? Is it insane to think this is 2022? Oh, my God. Apparently, it, it isn't. We're back in the 50s. It's so bad. I'm starting to get annoyed that every single podcast, we have to talk about this. And we do have to talk about this, by the way, because if I were to think, all right, you know what? Too many people are talking about this right now. It's, it's a topic that's reaching far and wide. We should leave it in the back burner. I don't think so. I think we need to talk about it. And if you're listening, I hope you're listening and you're doing your research at home because this has to end. For real, I'm getting I'm getting fed up, and but not with the the conversation. I'm happy. Keep them coming. I'm fed up with racists and sexists 
and people who sexually assault people. What the fuck is going on? Sorry. I got, little, I got a little pissy. No, that's fine. You you get pissy. My God, Chanel. <sighs> really pissy tonight. I really am. It's She's fine. mad. Uh, side note, the ECHL has indefinitely suspended the idiot in question while they investigate. So that will probably yeah. lead to what? Games, Molly, you think? A slap on the wrist and then you'll come into the NHL. No. Oh, you shouldn't have done that, little white boy. But you've got potential, so. Yeah. So go on, little kid. He cares what he's like off the ice. Jeez. Oh, my God. Anyways, people should be getting justice. Make an example with this guy. I don't care. It's not difficult to ban someone. It's not. Oh, but he's young. I don't care. I don't care. You need to teach young people. Thank you. I think we should start. uh, What should happen is these kinds of conversations should be um, had in like Timbits even, you know? Oh my God, can you imagine? I'm just saying, people, kids should know the difference between what's right and what's wrong and, and, and should love everyone and accept everyone. Kids are taught that. It's not something that's natural. You know, hockey, the hockey boys, hockey club thing, gotta end. It's gotta end. It's gotta go. Be better. Be better. I almost ripped this laptop right off my Sorry about the uh, very serious Oof. topic at, at the end there, but it was necessary. And if you're still here, you are a one. Thank you. You are a diamond. So if you made it this far, thank you so much, guys, for listening. If you uh, have something to say, if you are rankled, if you are happy, I don't know, if you enjoyed the pod, please remember to uh, like, comment, share, subscribe, hit the bell, all those things. Share us with your friends and your family, you know. We want to reach a diverse audience. Um, So let us know where you're listening from as well. That'd be really interesting. I want to know where... Do we, do we have European fans as well as North American fans? Ooh. We do. I know we do. We, do. we have a couple. <laughs> Hi, guys. Bonjour. <laughs> or bonsoir. <laughs> I don't know what time it is where you are. Um, you can also follow us on uh, Twitter at this hockey pod, or you can find us individually. Uh, I'm it's just underscore Molly. And you can find Chanel at Chanel LV. We also do have a Discord now. Um, you can find the link to that on our Twitter because I don't know how Discord works. <laughs> yeah, that 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 Jeremy is the Discord king, so he'll be focusing on that, and we hope to have some conversations. Uh, so go check it out. Uh, again, as Molly said, it is on our Twitter page, so you'll find the link there. Yeah. Oh, and Twitter. Oh, <laughs> and Twitter. Why did oh. I say Twitter? TikTok. I meant TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. What's our TikTok? TikTok at this hockey pod. We're having so much fun. People are liking the videos. If you want funny videos, follow us there. We'll keep, uh, we'll keep you up to date with the latest and greatest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and make sure you have a fantastic week, guys, and we will speak Peace. to you next time. Bye. <laughs>